Section 5 of Humorous Readings and Recitations. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. Humorous Readings and Recitations. Edited by Leopold Wagner. Section 5 what happened last night from the french of monsieur charles monselet by f b harrison i cannot deceive myself i was horribly tipsy last night let him who has never been in the like case throw the first empty bottle at me how did it happen in this way i a civilian reading law was invited to dine at the garrison mess i had never been at a similar entertainment and i cannot but think now that i look back on it that the officers played some trick on me i only knew that they were prodigiously polite which always looks suspicious from a certain point from the third course i remember very little a sort of cloudy curtain intercepts the view like the curtains that come down in a pantomime and i do not know whether i was a clown a pantaloon or columbine yet something must have happened to me a great many things i've been sleeping in my white tie and then my face what a shockingly yellow dissipated face upon my word it is a pretty affair at my time one and twenty to be overcome by wine like a schoolboy out for a holiday i cannot express what i think of it how am i to know what happened last night ask my landlady no i cannot let her see how ashamed i am besides she would only know the condition in which i came home and that i can guess they say that from a single bone Professor Owen can reconstruct an entire antediluvian animal. I must try and do something similar to reconstruct my existence during the last twelve or fourteen hours. I must get hold of two or three clues. Where can I find them? In my pocket, perhaps. Since I was a small boy, I have always had the habit of stuffing them with all manner of things. Now this is the time for me to search them. I tremble. What shall I find? Searches his waistcoat pocket. I have gently insinuated two fingers into my waistcoat pocket, and have brought out my purse. Empty. Hang it. Lifts his overcoat from the floor. On picking up my overcoat I have found my pocketbook, half open, and the papers fallen from it on the carpet. The first of these papers which catches my eye is the cart of last night's dinner. Well, who was there? How many of us? Several of the fellows I knew, of course, but which of them? Happy thought! The menu will remind me of their various tastes and reveal their names to me oysters well i know that the colonel is a tremendous hand at oysters so i am sure he was there molitiganawi that is captain simpkins soup or rather liquid fire so simpkins was there two of them 
roast beef makes me think of little dumkirk the jersey man who wants to be a thorough englishman he was there saddle of mutton tom horsley the invertate steeplechaser charlotte Russe, that is ned walker who published his travels from peterborough to petersburg now i know pretty well who some of my fellow guests were as for the others picks up some photographs hello there were women at the mess no certainly not then we must have talked of women and the men must have given me photographs of their female relatives strange thing to do especially as i don't know the ladies here's an ancient and fish-like personage in a blue jersey dumkirk's grandmother i'll be bound here a stout middle-aged dame widow probably i knew simpkins wants to marry a widow but why give me her portrait and this this is charming quite in the modern style low forehead small nose tiny mouth all eyes and what splendid eyes and such lashes she is fair as well as one can judge from a photograph and the little curls on her forehead are like rings of gold and so young a mere child a lovely figure our forefathers would have compared her to a rose tree but then our forefathers were not strong in similes she has neither earrings nor necklace perhaps that gives her that look of disdain disdain she knows nothing yet of life but tries to seem tired of it they are all like that who is she she must be the colonel's daughter i've heard that his daughter is a pretty girl i must have expressed my warm admiration of the photograph and he must have responded by giving it to me did i ask him for her hand did he refuse it or did he put off his reply perhaps that was why i drank too much now let me proceed what further happened let me continue my researches tries the pocket of his overcoat by jingo two visiting cards the first says captain wellington spearman first royal lancer dragoons the other major garnett bablock cannon rifle artillery now what does it all mean i do not know those military gentlemen they must have been guests like myself how do i come to have their cards there must have been some dispute some quarrel some row these two cards must have been given in exchange for two of mine it all comes back to me a duel perhaps two duels but duels about what whom did i affront i know i'm an awful fire-eater when i've drank too much but was i the challenger or the challenged i think my left cheek is rather swollen as if from a blow but that is mere fancy what dreadful follies have i got myself into i can make out some pencil marks on the first card that of the captain in the lancer dragoons yes ten o'clock behind st martin's church ah a hostile meeting that is clear i must run perhaps i shall be in time 
no too late it is half past eleven i am dishonored branded as a coward no one will believe me when i say that i had a headache and overslept myself on the morning of a duel i have no energy to look further in my pocket still one never knows brings out a handkerchief a handkerchief a very fine one think cambric but it is not one of mine there is a cornet in the corner how did i come by this handkerchief could i have stolen it i seem to be on the road to the county gale oh how my head aches a flower is in my buttonhole how did it come there forget-me-nots their blue eyes closed all withered and drooping i could not have bought so humble a bouquet at the flower shop it must have been given to me it was given me it came to me from the fair one with golden curls her father gave it to me from her knowing that i was about to risk my life to risk my life for her sake no doubt yes that is it my fears increase i dread to know more i am afraid to prosecute my researches in my pockets i may find my hands full of forget-me-nots or of blood oh ah by jove what now this overcoat is not mine no mine is dark grey this is light grey i have not travelled through my pockets but through the pockets of somebody else but then if the coat is not mine neither is the duel not mine the cart not mine the photographs not mine the forget-me-nots not mine the cards i have not stolen the handkerchief i am all right thank goodness i am all right and my romance about the colonel's lovely daughter i am sorry about it upon my word at least i am sorry for her for i fear now she will never make my acquaintance end of section five recording by linda marie nielsen vancouver b c